in this week's episode of the Self Improved Podcast. Yo, Jo, Jo. Yo, what? What? Let's wrap it up. Let's R- what? wrap what up. Long already. What? Taking too long already. Just wrap it up. Well, okay then, man. Let's just let's just wrap it up then. Live from, from New York, York it's, it's the Self Approved Podcast. Baby, we're sitting right here in the big, big apple, as they would call it, the city that never sleeps. Right across from that statue, that goddamn Statue of Liberty staring us right in the face. And right behind us we have the Freedom Tower. It's actually nice to be behind and actually see the the 9-11 memorial. It's actually, after all these years, to finally be there, it's been, uh, I would say emotional, but it was a trippy, trippy feeling. But this past weekend, the reason we're out in New York is due to New York Pride. and. I think... World Pride. World Pride, okay, yeah. We have to be very specific. World Pride, the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall. It really opened my eyes up because it was like the perfect event to end off this this season because at the end of the day, that's what self-proof is all about. When it comes to Pride, it's all about being yourself. It's all about approving yourself, which is, it kind of opened my eyes up this whole weekend is, you know, you know I've always been a supporter of the cause, but seeing, because they said what? Two and a half million people. Two and a half million people in New York downtown, and over a hundred thousand people in the actual glory. And it was a beautiful thing to see. Like literally, everyone lying in the streets is. Everyone there was just. They were literally self-approved. That yeah. Because when you are self-approved, that means you're gonna just do what you want. You're confident in who you are. You don't care what people think. It was a beautiful thing to see over the, you know, how, how long were we walking for? Two, three, four, five, six hours? Uh, yeah, actually, it's around five or six hours. And um, so my question is, so after this, this will be our 20th-ish episode. We might squeeze in a couple more before this episode actually comes in. But from where we started early on the season to where we are now, what would you say is your favorite moment? Other than this weekend, because this weekend was pretty epic. What has been your favorite part of this podcast? For this season? I mean, I don't want to sound cheesy, but I'm probably going to. Got it, sometimes. And it's... What's the whole season? Okay. Because I have you as a co-host, and I basically now have a team of people supporting what self-approved podcast is and we talked about it when we first got here when we first landed about when we brought it up in previous conversations that nobody will take care of your baby basically better than you mm-hmm. nobody will care about your vision more than you will. and I used to think that until I started talking to you and we made the decision to go in it together. And then we got Kate and G on board. And then we got Kayla Cat on board. And I was like, well, there's other people that actually care enough. And one of the biggest, I guess if I really do have to choose an episode, 
I know, like, as you're, like, thinking I'm about it now. I'm still trying to think about like, I'm, like, trying to preemptively think about mine as well. And it's tough because this, we're, again, 20 episodes into the season. 20 episodes in how many months? I guess just over two months. Just over two. Plus, we crammed in this final week here. We've really been pushing. So we got, like, four or five done in, like, the last week. I don't know. Maybe it was the one that we had... There were so many good ones. Jeez. Would you I like, actually would, do have a favorite. Just trying to think of the name. Would you like me to interject what you think about it? Sure. I would definitely have to say that Deadlines was my favorite. Just for the fact it was the... How we pulled it off to begin with was that we set those deadlines and was like preemptively moving into that episode. And only that, it was the first episode that really made this happen. From there, it snowballed, for sure. You know, we did deadlines, and now that was 301. Now we're on 320, or who knows what number this might be. So we might squeak in a couple more episodes here. But it's just one of those, uh, you know, you never forget your first. It's like when you lose your virginity. You never forget that first one. So deadlines would definitely have to be. Plus, it was kind of like, you call it a remake of uh, from a previous soft yeah, crew season. actually, it was a remake. So that's just me. I guess you, that could be in the uh, the cheesy category of a reason why that's my favorite episode. But Deadlines 301 definitely is my favorite. Let me see the list. I have to. I have to okay, see the okay, list. okay. Do you need the Do you need the list from what we haven't released yet? No. Okay, no. okay, okay. Un momento, un momento. Oh. That is the intro for the last one. Okay, why can't I get to... Welcome to a new episode of the Seven Crew Podcast. So Technology these days. Only thing you have to do is press that. All right. So, I think from 301 all the way to 320-something when this comes out, I would have to say... My favorite out of all of them, it would have to it. It would have to be. God, it would have to be you're an architect. Actually, that was a pretty good episode. We definitely had some really good conversations in. Thinking about, yeah, it's it's. I think. Overall, we might have quoted this one episode in all of these episodes. True. There's something that we... There's definitely something we continue to quote over and over and over. And I think this is the most quoted episode. That is very true. And it's very relevant to this whole self-approved model and how it came to fruition. You said it's your brain baby. You're the architect. And I think that is probably one of the main reasons we always push, like, pull from that. Because I think it is a staple of the season where we both truly believe in what we're... Like, I was, I'm not saying we don't believe in what the other things we're saying, but, like, it's one episode I think we're both very passionate about on how other people should conduct their lives. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, if you're listening to this right now, go check out... What, what episode was that? 307? Just type in self-prove, you're, you're an architect. One of those. But it's funny because I was 
thinking about that that episode. I just didn't know what episode it was. But we're, I mean, we're in the Big L. Yeah. Literally taking from what we just saw from going from the 9-11 Memorial Trade Center, where they turned into Memorial Fountains. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, the Trade Centers was, if I'm correct, two of the tallest buildings in New York. They were actually, I believe, they were the, at the time, they are the two tallest buildings in North America. In North America, period. Yeah. And then they got attacked, and we all know the story behind that, and then they rebuilt it to have that same memory, but in just the way that it was built differently. And just right there, I don't think it's, I don't know my finger's in the right spot, but right there, that's where it all happened, right behind us. And I think you just said perfectly is that, this city is the epitome of architects, like true architects. Like architecturally, this is one of the greatest cities in the world. Definitely is, and it's it's phenomenal. Of course, I'm glad that I was able to bring you out here for your first trip to the Big Apple. It was a pleasure. Number one, number two, it's. When you do talk about the rebuilding and how some things, you have to look at the side of how some things do must be rebuilt. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna be the same. That building that was there since 1600s, it's gonna end up falling. Right. You're gonna have to bulldoze it and rebuild and make it look new. Or you have to, even if you use some of the old bricks from that old building, using that older foundation but rebuilding that building to appeal to the newest generation or the newest century or whatever it it shows you how important it is to take these things that you see and you're like this won't be like this forever Mm -hmm. things have to change I saw somebody's shirt today on the subway and it said change isn't an option isn't an option it's a constant and walking around here how since the last time I've been to New York and now that I'm in New York and I'm pretty sure you've heard me say it, it was like whoa this wasn't here like this is new this is like yeah it, things has definitely changed within the state within us I mean within our lives in general obviously the ferry agrees with what you just said the ferry definitely agrees with what you just said and they're about to take off and take the next set of people Probably over hundred. Like there gotta be like two or three hundred people on that boat. At least that's a big ass lineup for my guess here. Them, they take them to what well, to taxi, water taxi. It takes them to the Statue of Liberty, and I guess maybe like around the bay or whatever, mm-hmm. right there. I don't think that's called the bay. <laughs> anyway, basically what I'm saying is, change is inevitable. It's gonna happen. It takes a good architect to realize that, I mean, just in general, you just got to be ready and prepared for the change. And speaking of change, I was about to go The set on the ferry is actually, you go inside, it's like an Change, right. There we go. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Don't judge me. This is the last episode. There's a lot to talk about and so much. At the tail end of a... Uh, Crazy go 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 weekend in New York. Right. If you're lost for words, it makes sense. Your head around everything. 
But what I was originally going to say, we kind of brought up the stone wall, and the stone wall was a big, big thing for this year's pride. And before we go any further, if you've listened to any of the episodes, I will be the first to say and repeat myself that pride isn't only for gay people. Right. Pride is to And that's one thing I definitely learned this whole process going through with you, and it's really opened my eyes open, or opened my, my eyes up to the whole community itself. Yep. Were they not open when they were open? They're open, but they weren't open. Wow. That's I'm deep. woke now. I'm woke. They were open, but you weren't seeing. There we go. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> That's what we should do. But yeah, pride is not was not just for gay people. It was not just for the community, but it was for everybody to display their love, to be who they are to be what this episode is called, which is proud to be themselves, or proud to be you. And taken from that, it opened my eyes up even further. But that Stonewall, if you don't know what the Stonewall is, it was, I don't remember the year exactly, but it's 50 years. So it'd be 1969? Something like that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, because that's yeah. yeah. My that's, mom's turning 50 this year. I shouldn't have said that. Sorry, mom. Then one day too, but oops. 50 years, yeah. Oh, my mom's over. Oh, wait. Oops. Oh, she's still in the I don't know. For mama's sake. They're both Mama, mama Dixon is, yeah. They're she is not 40. 21. Forever 21. Speaking of, we never went. Walk by. We walked by and I was supposed to go. And we never went. Anyway... The Stonewall is 50 years old, and it was basically back way back when police would basically raid gay bars and basically try to force them, force people apart and fight them and all of this other craziness that happened. And they decided to fight back. They decided to put on their big boy pants as say and they decided to defend what they thought was important to them and now you have 50 years of it right 50 years of it and even before we got started on the actual parade you saw actually a display of the stonewall riot where we had a lot of police involvement this year it was way more than I've ever seen mm-hmm in this state in any other state it's shocking of how many police they had out there on every corner but that was one of the reasons because there was going to be a lot of police involvement and they were like just don't cause any problems like i want you to remember what you put us through basically and so showing that display and then getting to our lineup shout out to glad you're welcome glad you get that later on. Yeah. Uh, but we lined up, got our t-shirts. The shirt says, Love Unites. I'm pretty sure you'll see that shirt somewhere around mm-hmm. on our social medias. But it says, Love Unites. And that was number one, one of the biggest things, I think, to show what pride was all about. For sure. It just said love. It didn't say gay love. It didn't say lesbian love. It didn't say anything else but love. But our shirt said, Love Unites, and we 
here's where the fun parts kick in, and you can always interject. But we got in the lineup at 11, 45-ish, yeah. 30. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to take off at 12. Right. We were supposed to start walking at 12. Guess what, people? We didn't move to 3 o'clock. There was one part of the parade that had already left. I think the first section had already left. And they were done. Sitting in bars while we were still just standing. Still just standing. Waiting for things to happen. And the same, we met some new friends um, during the march there. Oh, definitely. And we are talking about it after, and the one friend who wasn't actually with us during the parade, but she brought up a good point. She's like, you know, when it comes to that protest, is that you can't really celebrate the, the movement itself. You don't think about where it all started. However, though, this whole movement is all about based on love and positivity, essentially, right? And it really put a negative wrinkle onto what should have been a very positive, good time for everyone. Again, promoting love, positivity, being who you are. So it kind of goes both. I'm not too sure how I feel about it because it does make sense. You know, you gotta you know appreciate how it all started and why we are here. But at the same time, though, did those people need to protest? This is the real question. Did they need to? It was their right, for sure. You know, bring up, bring into light what has happened. But did they have to do it today or yesterday? Did they have to? That's the real question. I feel like I have a lot of thoughts on that. But all I would say is that's something that they celebrate. That's something that's near and dear to them. That's mm-hmm. the reason why they get to Basically, that's the reason why gay people were, and the, the community gets to prance around and they get to be as free as they are. Mm-hmm. Because if that never happened, then it would still be like that today. If this stonewall and these riots and all of that never happened, it would still be like that today. I don't think it put such a negative wrinkle on it. I think it could have been handled better. Right. But I think it needed to happen. It was I a pretty big anniversary, too. I think, one, it was 50 years. Two, it's like taking their cause away. This is why they do it. This mm-hmm. is why it's such a big thing. And with that parade or that riot, we're talking about the riot, I think it was 100% appropriate. I think it was because still today we celebrate black history mm-hmm. and that happened way before the riot. Still today we celebrate Cinco de Mayo, that happens. We celebrate Independence Day. Think about it this way, it's the gay independence day. Very true. But especially for the community, that community in general, it's the gay independence day. We still celebrate 4th of July. We celebrate Juneteenth. So why not if that's how you want to bring in the big parade or you want to remember then why not yeah but it's one of those things because my issue with it is that again there's two million people there again obviously if you're gonna 
prove a point that is the platform to do it because you have the attention of all these people. But again, people are there to promote love and positivity. And yeah, sure, we need to understand where the movement started. But those delays really, like for us as well, like sure, we were still happy and good when we hit it, but it delayed us three hours. So I can only imagine people who were sitting there in the crowd expecting to see these floats go by at certain times, and then they didn't because I think even too, our float got cut off of TV or something like that because most likely because of that deadline. You know, because uh, they said Disney was the last one. We were right behind Disney, and they probably ran out of time. So that's one of those things, just kind of, again, it's one of the snowball effects where, again, you got to appreciate where it started, but I don't think it could have been done a little differently. They could have shit, they could have had their own float. They could have been a part of the parade. You could still be a part of the parade and do that as opposed to holding it up. And well, there was, they were a part of the parade. Of course, there wasn't that many people, but they did have the little monument at the beginning of it. But, I don't know, I just think that's something that if you hold that close to your heart and that's the reason why this all happens, you do it. It's just like the Women's March. The Women's March happens every year now, since the very first one. They continue to do it. To prove a point, I think it's like taking... Well, okay, actually, going to, It's like going to a riot without signs. Actually, no, this is... This is actually kind of, you brought up a good point, was that, you know, we still um, celebrate Independence Day. Yeah. You said this is like gay Independence Day. So this would be equivalent on July 4th. A bunch of people, you know, say there's a July 4th parade, and then people start protesting when independent, like in the, the actual true Independence Day in what, 17, whatever. But you have to take into account that this was not a violent protest. It was not violent. That's true. It was just them walking and yeah, yeah. chanting. But it was, but we, it we, we saw the signs. We saw the signs. They were very negative. There was. Not all. But no, not they all. were, they were, let's say they came out with a negative purpose. And to say when it comes down to Independence Day, that's like people protesting negatively the how independence came about. Right? So we're, we're, we're there to, again, celebrate the independence itself but we're not there to celebrate the incident which led to independence because sounds like what my understanding is like the fucking stonewall they came back and they held their ground so it's like it should be a proud moment it wasn't like a suppressed moment it was a moment of like okay but you know it should be what? a proud There's moment that's why that I don't Maddie know said yesterday well not Maddie sorry Becca said yesterday that really made me think about all of it and she said she said something very specifically and I just had the thought in my head but to basically paraphrase she was talking about that and she brought up the fact that we still celebrate Black Lives Matter we still celebrate all of these other protests and these other riots and it's not because it's something that is supposed to be negative. It already has a negative connotation to it. But it's something that has to keep going because it's something that still happens. It may not happen like out in public. They might not put it on the news. Mm -hmm. But things like this still happen. 
run-ins with the police being unjust, it still happens. Yeah, there are some people that, you know, it's your fault. But also, you do have to bring into account that there are still some of those cops out there. So, I'm not saying I disagree. I'm not saying I totally agree. I'm just saying that, yeah, they had the right to, but it was also in something that they felt like they needed to do. And if this is what we call the land of the free, I think that should have been done. That's perfect, because we look over the bay right now, we see the Statue of Liberty, which is exactly what that means. This is the, the land of freedom and liberty. You have the freedom to choose. You know, I, again, I definitely, I definitely agree they had the full-out right to do so. However, though, I think they shouldn't have, just for the fact, again, like, the, the events themselves are very positive, promoting love, peace, all that. And they just kind of, they kind of put a damper. It's kind of like the one thing that kind of... That was for you, though. Because I talked to my other brothers and sisters in the community, and they were fine with it. They, of course, yeah, it took time. I think that's the kind of big negative thing about it is that it definitely took a lot of time away from what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But also... They were backed up. The, the community backed them up. So, I mean, again, I agree, but I think the biggest negative thing that happened was we kind of fell behind. We fell behind time. For me, it's not even really the, the time element. It's, again, it's just the fact that, from my understanding, sir, and I'm not, you know, part of the community only in support of the community but for me I thought it was supposed to be a day of promoting again promoting love and just being yourself again they have the right to do that but it kind of again like I we saw those lines when we were going to like to the or to our marching area was that it was very negative and it was like um because that's the thing too I can understand protests that can actually ha lead to social change but if you're protesting something that happened in the past it's kind of redundant at the end of the day sure you want to bring awareness of where the movement started but what were they trying to prove like that's my question like what what, what was the underlying goal and cause of this these protests like that's that, that's the thing that kind of like leaves me mind not, not mind blown but it's kind of like confused on why was it for attention I guess they got for me personally, I guess they got to me that now I understand what Stonewall was. I didn't know what Stonewall was before. So maybe that was... Maybe they did achieve their goals. Well, I mean, but also, like what we mentioned yesterday, when we were at dinner, we were all talking about it. But it was a part of the prior parade. Mm -hmm. It wasn't supposed to take that long. Because if it wasn't a part of the prior parade, that would have been ultimate, mm -hmm. immediate. Right knowing that it's the 50th, pride knew about it, the, the council knew about it, mm -hmm. the government and mayor and all these people that's in charge, they all knew about it. They knew that this was going to happen. And like I said, if we are, if you're, I'm, I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying, if you say there's no need to do it because it becomes redundant, then well, there's no need to do anything else. There's no need to write anything else. There's no need to protest anything else. There's no need for the Women's March over and over again every year. There's no need for 
to celebrate Independence Day. It happened, we know. All right, move on. Actually, I would agree with that, that we should just... I mean, I would agree that we... I I would be fine without having it, but from a point of view of coming from probably a, a deeper, maybe, educational background in the community, that's what it... If from that community, if community members hear that, I should say, they might start to feel like you're just saying, well, just do away with it because it happened a while. Right. Even though that's not what you're saying, which, making that very clear, that's not what he's saying at all. But, again, I agree. I mean, things could have definitely been different. It shouldn't have took that long. It, wish it didn't took that long, actually. But, I think it proved their point. I think they proved their point. Mm-hmm. It educated people. Didn't know. I said, it's the I did not, I didn't know about Stonewall until this whole protest yeah. thing happened, and so. It was over, I mean, it was the 50th anniversary, so it's like, it's basically kind of comparing that to somebody's 50th birthday. That's right. a big milestone. So, yeah. to go back to where the root of it happened and then celebrate it basically where it took place mm-hmm. in front of where it was rebuilt because now it's like it's called the uh, Stonewall Inn I think it was all shit. I think it was fair that that happened again it wasn't inconvenient to the people that was in the parade mm-hmm. especially the 400th group because by the time they got to marching everybody probably was gone so maybe again maybe for me I didn't see the full protest itself but again I understand you know bring awareness like I said now I understand the story I know the roots but if they would have maybe just done it a little differently because I saw the signs and they're very very like true protests like and negative well, I mean, energy and stuff Dollar Shave Club is an American company based in Venice, California that delivers razors and other personal grooming products to customers by mail. It delivers razor blades on a monthly basis and offers additional grooming products for home delivery. Try a no-risk Dollar Shave Club starter set for just $5 on your first box. Cancel anytime. Dollar Shave Club offers more than great razors. Try a shower or oral care starter set. Amazing quality razors. 3.5 3.5 million plus members, no hidden fees. But it could be more just about awareness. This is what happened. Like, never forget, like 9 11. Like, we're not protesting 9 11 when, you know, on September 11th. They still do the March on Washington. <laughs> for on September 11th? I don't know if it's September 11th, but they still do the protest. For, for 9 11. What I'm no, saying though is like. Not oh, I'm saying it's just like, you know. When it comes to, I mean, we were down there earlier, so the whole thing is never forget. Right. You know, you bring awareness, you um, you cherish what happened, but there wasn't, there's no protest hard about it. It's just... But I would also say if, the, if this is still going on, what are you going to say to Because it still happens. There's still police that pull over and get people just to arrest them. Just to right. get they want to get them on. I never heard of that. It how, how do you pull over a gay person? Like, I, I, I understand racial because you, you can see. When you pull them over and they found out, they start to basically sexually harass you. I'll let you go in. They cut off the cameras. That's some greasy ass shit. It's, it's happened before and it still happens. Yeah. And so with, the, I mean, exactly, like you said, there's things that still happen that you don't know. 
there's things that are still happening that I don't even know about. But these things are happening, and I feel like that was also a motivation for that to happen. I right. feel like there was also a motivation for those times. I don't think everybody just got it. was like, we're going to throw the negativist protests to celebrate this. Mm-hmm. I think it was the reason why we're going to do this is because this is still going whether you see it in the news or not, whether you hear about it or not, right. there's still things like that that's happening. And I think, again, it could have been definitely handled differently. It could have been taken care of a little better. And it could have been, they could, they could have taken some of those more negative sides. But also, some people just need to know about it wrong. Some people need to see it. Some people need to to see that red right. it was way worse of course but I feel like even if people straight people people that didn't know about it that didn't know anything about it I feel like them seeing that it's like oh this is what happened mm-hmm. this is kind of a glimpse into what happened we do reenactments we do a recreation of a movie we do recreation of a, a place so it's kind of like showing that reenactment of what that was all about. So not only taking it from, yeah, it shouldn't have happened, but also I'm showing the reenactment side of it. This is what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Even though it was way uglier, like I said, and we're celebrating something way prettier. Exactly. So, you know, at the end of the day, I guess the conclusion we can only come to is that there has to be balance. We can celebrate the the, 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 always say that. the highs and the lows. Balance. So with such a positive thing like that, something negative had to happen. It had to. At least one thing had to happen. You know, actually, now that we're talking about it, I can actually, okay, I'm coming back to it makes sense because if you're going to be negative and protest something, you might as well do something that's going to bring awareness to where it all started. Um, especially when it comes to pride for the fact that gays are persecuted in such a horrible and like it's just a crazy way I can okay now I can level with that because again especially the 50th anniversary I only saw some of the protests so I can't you know fully you know be like okay everyone was negative but from what I saw it's kind of like that but you can say it's probably a necessary I don't want to use the word evil but necessary negative Yes. Energy that needed to happen just to again bring balance to the events and also I think you think about it this way. Not even talking about the actual riot, but just thinking about that whole day in general. Mm-hmm. The way that it planned out, the way that it panned out, actually. Yeah. Perfect. Everything happened perfectly. I would agree. Speaking of perfect. So I really hope they still post pictures of us. Yeah. These are, that's that's inside joke. Uh, you're welcome, Glad. Uh, I while we were at dinner yesterday, I got to do something that was really cool, which is if anybody out here listening have ever seen RuPaul's Drag Race season 11, the one that the season that just went off, one of the best things in life happened. I got to hang, basically hang out with one of the top queens that was on the show. Her name is Sugarcane, and she's amazing. She's very sweet. 
and they had a float in the parade. But the way that I approached her, and I'm sure the way that other people approached her were two totally different ones. Shout out to our friend that spotted her from the back, literally. But I, I say that to say, when people see celebrities, they tend to overreact. Mm -hmm. They tend to fangirl. Right. Me or her, though she wanted to, didn't fangirl. So it's like, that's sugar cane. We said, hey, we hugged her. Yeah. And then we went on about our business. And then she followed us into where we went to eat. And then she sat at the next table. And we occasionally turned and had conversation with her. And that was that. And it's just like, just a reminder out there, when you see these people that you're so you so highly think of, these people that you love so much, when you see them in public, let them be in public, but also don't overreact. Don't fangirl. Treat him like a normal person. Mm -hmm. We had normal conversations. She even hit on me. Yes, I'm putting this out there. She hit on me. Everybody that was sitting at the table knows it. But that was a great moment in time. I mean, oh, also, let me just point out the fact that a teacher... Which is crazy. I can vouch for this. <laughs> it was a... I mean, I'm all about crazy universal stuff and just how timing has to perfectly work out and how two, like, basically energies had to sync up so perfectly. The last night, actually, you can tell the story because, like, it blew my mind when I saw it transpire. So, last night, we came back in from Times Square doing uh, some time-lapse and things that you're going to see on our social media. But we... Crazy. We came back, and the plan was to just basically go in, wash off my face, change, and go out to get some food, and come back in and shoot this episode, right? That was it. Came back in, sat there for a good bit, and there was something that, it like, I could not move. I could not move. And it was like, and he kept asking me, he was like, are you, you good? Your energy shifts. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm all good. Like, I was literally great. And I didn't really understand why the energy shift happened. And then I was like, you know what? I need something to eat. So we went to Ray's Pizza. But before we got there, we first, well, we were supposed to go and then it was like 30 minutes later right like probably even more yeah for probably sure probably an hour actually an hour later we finally went out and we had a plan we was like all right maybe we'll go to you know just to the walgreens that was right beside our hotel didn't go there i was like i don't want that it was like mcdonald's i was like stop mentioning mcdonald's <laughs> hate it and then we went a certain way that we did not go at all. First time. First time. That was the first time we both went down there. And we had no intentions on it, actually. And then, lo and behold, I see 
a somewhat familiar face and I'm like, wait a minute, this can't be it. This cannot be the person. So I'm like ducking and like trying to, I'm like, wait a minute. And then her sister moved out of the way and I saw her face and I just screamed, mama! And it's crazy. Two o'clock in the morning in New York City, and they are in New Jersey. Yeah. So that means they came over on the train, and were probably like getting some stuff or something, and then heading back over. Ran into my sixth grade teacher. Cause when I heard, I was like, hey, "Who is this?" And then I'm like, "Middle school teacher." What the middle hell's going on here? Teacher. And one of your favorites, middle school teacher. Everybody's favorite. But she was like a mom to me. If I needed something, I always got it. If I needed to talk, she was always there. She's the social studies teacher and basketball coach, and I think even volleyball coach, actually. And the crazy thing that really blew my mind is not just seeing her, but seeing her daughter. What about that one? And when I was in her class, she was pregnant with a daughter. And now her daughter's like at least in her early Teens. Yeah. And it was just mind blowing that this happened. We st- stood there for at least 10 minutes to talk. Honestly, when I, I saw it all happen. That was drunk and leaning. Yeah, I, think, I literally just kind of laughed again. It's kind of like the greatness of the moment of how it, again, just the likelihood of that happening the way it happened. Again, if the it would. The likelihood of seeing your sixth grade teacher in New York. Again, imagine. In the morning. Imagine when we're walking down the street, we would turn right instead of going straight. Yeah, we would normally. Would have turn never right. seen her. Would have never seen her. Nope. And she said she's been in town all weekend too. Yeah. They've been in New York all weekend too. They even went to come and see the parade, and then they had other stuff to go down, like go away from downtown to handle. But all of these other times, I could have saw. Mm-hmm. saw her she could have seen me we did not see each other and then at that moment in time what I like to call that perfect moment in time you won't get that that's another insight <laughs> but that perfect moment in time will never ever in life happen again it's just one of the greatest things another one of the greatest things that happened for me out here Along with getting hit on in the parade and also being the face <laughs> of Glad. Again, shout out Glad and Chappie for making this all happen. Really, yeah. shout out Glad for making this happen. Yeah, I don't know. They were the bigger sponsor. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of a partnership, but overall, it was Glad that made this all possible. I made this happen. So again, it's, it's shout out to them. Beautiful thing too. We came out here just thought, thinking we're going to be in in the march, but lo and behold, we're actually holding the banner. We are literally the faces. Yeah. Of the parade, of glad, but also I gotta say, we got a lot of pictures taken. For sure, for sure. So y'all will be seeing those so soon. You should have already seen them if you're listening to episode right now. Honestly, you definitely should have seen. Them. If you haven't, go and look up Glad 2019 Pride Parade, yeah. and you should find them. But with that being said, I think it's go time to go ahead and kind of move on we kind of wrapped up what this is yes right so instead of doing our normal cycle battle i want to change it up let's do our airplane rant okay sounds good airport rants 
Do you have something you want to go get off your chest I quick before me? I have something I want to get off my chest, and I just will say this on behalf of everybody that's ever flew on a plane. Hey, people. Just a simple PSA. Stop talking to us when we don't want to be talked to. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why I say that. Yes, she was very sweet. She was a very sweet old white lady. But I don't think I solicited any information about your interracial family. <laughs> Just because you're black. About your son being black. I mean, son being white and your son's wife being black. And your beautiful interracial grandkids. Also, your trip to the Hampton Mountains and how you almost got too close. Oh my God. Please, Google. I didn't ask for it. Also, just because I'm black don't mean I want to hear your black stories. Mm-hmm. Like, Which it, is like, it would have been different if I would have started talking to her and like maybe brought up grandkids or family. But it literally started out of nowhere. I literally had just sat down. Would you? You could probably argue that's borderline racist in itself. Yeah, I I didn't ask for it. I was already sitting beside two white people anyway I was sitting by a teenager and I was sitting by a senior citizen mm-hmm. and the way that the teenager looked at me even when she was talking I would look over at the girl and the girl was I'm pretty sure she heard even though she had in headphones and like she'd be like and I would just continue with the conversation like nothing's happening I mean, of course, it's always the way that you read into it. But also, I didn't ask for that. I didn't. I didn't. I thought that was just re- weird, really, really weird. And probably shouldn't have happened. But anyway, that's kind of my uh, plane ride for this moment. My plane rant. We actually had an interesting way coming up. You know, our first ca- our first flight was canceled. It was looking very grim at times. At times, or the whole time. The, well, yeah, the whole time because they start talking about we won't get here till the next day, which means we basically we only get to New York right before uh, the Pride March started. It was kind of a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. But I can't really say this much of a rant because it all worked out. It was a fun day, and we didn't have any quote-unquote hard deadlines as they hit that first day, so it's not like we had a business meeting. or And also, too, having it all paid for, it's not like, oh, I'm missing out on time that I paid for. Uh, but it was one of those things... Actually, this is actually this is where my rant will go. Okay. So remember the moment when we were looking to rebook our flights? Yes. So it's high stress, obviously, from the Southwest people because, you know, they're dealing with all these people coming at them. Right. A lady beside us was just giving them shit, being so angry and negative, and it was like, we were sat there and we are kind of like, come on, lady, like, they literally have no control over what happened. Like, our flight got canceled due to weather. Yeah. And they're dealing with at least, how many people in the flight? At least, we'll say... It was uh, 200 something. 200 some people. Everyone's trying to rebook last May. And not only that, the, again, the snowball chain is that we have all these other flights being rebooked. Yeah. So it's like, lady. And she was like, 
just being so angry. Well, she wasn't yelling, but you can tell she had an attitude with her, and he was getting frustrated. And it was like, oh, she definitely had an attitude. And it's like, lady, just embrace what has happened. Think about what is going on, and think about that the people who are dealing with—they're trying to help you. And when they're—I think we mentioned this too—that is that when you're being negative to someone who's trying to help you, they'll be less inclined to help you. Look at us—we are very calm. Even our person that we we're dealing with was kind of like monotone. It kind of seemed like they had an attitude at times, but they were since we we're calm, we didn't feed into that. They're very helpful, and they remedied our situation quite easily. So again, it's, it comes down to one of our last episodes as well is just be nice to people that's exactly what i was about to say and i'm glad that you ended your rant that way but to kind of feed onto that part really quickly because that's what we didn't talk about but it doesn't pay to be nice you don't it costs nothing to be nice you don't spend money Mm -hmm. to be nice to people you don't have to pay somebody to be nice you just are nice because you're a human being and that's what you should be doing in the first place. That's over 200 people on that boat, by the way. Easy, easy. Easy over 200. All right, I said even four. And that's uh, the uh, statue cruise. Yeah. So that's probably about four to five. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it, it, it doesn't. And like you said, we were already in a calm state. I approached it very calmly because I was like, we get there, we get there, explain what happened, who knows. But also, I remember bringing up that... When you're basically an asshole to people, you don't get things worked out the way that they could have worked out. Mm-hmm. We came and approached calmly, and just to show you what your attitude does, there was this uh, ladies that was in front of us, and she, the, our person that rebooked the flights, put them on a early morning flight at six in the morning. And then she was like, we thought, I remember talking to you, and it was like, we're probably gonna get the same thing. And then we get there, and she's like, oh no, it's six in the afternoon, like 6.45 yeah. in the afternoon. That's really like, a.m. or like, p.m.? Yeah, and I was like so confused, I was like, in the morning? Or she was like, no, 6.45 p.m. I was like, um, okay. And then, but here's the funny thing. That was the first time. That was the first time. So we got it rebooked. It was already 6.40. It was actually a little later, I mm-hmm. think. And then, no, it was 6.45. And then what happened was it started getting delayed. It got delayed so many times. It went from like 15 minutes to an hour to two hours, jumped all the way to 11 something. And then you refreshed it again because we heard somebody behind us talking. And I heard them talk about a delay and I was like, are they on the same flight? Yeah. And they were. And you refreshed it and was like, whoa, that says six, uh, six something. We need to kill. And we was like, what? It was already four something. And we had just looked at it and saw that it said 11 at night. So we were already confused. It's like, oh, okay. So we just jumped up, got ready, and went to the terminal. Um, but overall, just be nice to people. They, they, she didn't have to give us a six p.m. flight. She mm-hmm. could have gave us that 8 a.m. flight Easy. the next day. Because we were actually originally, they, I guess, automatically rebooked us for that. Yeah, that's Which what I thought was going to be an issue. We were like, automatically rebooked for it. And she told, because when she told us, it was like, what? We didn't rebook a flight. Yeah. And I guess they just rebooked everybody automatically, but it was up to you to go and change that rebooking. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, just be nice to people. There's no need to, when it's out of your control and their control, there's nothing they could do. The weather was bad and we still basically, they took a chance on us. Mm -hmm. Because we still came in with a, a good bit of turbulence. It, right. it was still storming. Like, I remember seeing us fly over the thunderstorm outside. Right. I saw lightning. And I was like, I'm riding on top of lightning. One, it's crazy. Yeah. I was flying over lightning. But also, they still took a chance on us. So you never know what could happen. Just be nice to people. If it's out of your control and their control, there's nothing that can happen but what they can do about it. And this is, I think the perfect way to end this all because we have to get to the airport here shortly we gotta fly back out to Los Angeles and right now the GoPro battery died the laptop battery is low and I was just thinking in my head how this weekend has literally been the perfect sum of all the conversations we have had as we said you know be you know, this whole New York trip, you know, be nice to people, being an architect, uh, be proud, protect your vision, be proud for yourself. And I mean, if you go to deadlines, that, yes. was, that was a main one. Deadlines. Uh, what's a, what was the next one? I go pull up the list again. Okay. Yeah. Let's just go I, through I want to see, cause this is you, you bringing that up. I did not think about that just now. You bring that up just like, okay. So we had my mind. So from the very so first... So 301 was deadlines. Uh-huh. 302 was your ex just wasn't right for you. I, well, and I remember I told you about that person in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, 303 was what you're binging on with Kate and G. We definitely watched a movie called The Best of Frenemies with Taraji P. Hinton. It was really good. I finished it last night. Did you finish it? I did. Okay, I still got to finish it. 304 was you're an architect. Definitely. 305 was to the moms. Dear mom, a powerful woman. We, I you saw, saw your, my yes. thing on middle school mom. Mm-hmm. Um, 307 was eliminate stress. We definitely we, eliminate stress at the airport and even out here. Yeah. Like, there was no moment where we stressed out at all. Exactly. It was just like, Could have been with it. a lot of potential of being stressful, but we just oh, eliminated yeah. it. And then 308 F protocol. We kind of threw out something. We, we kind of won it. We definitely weren't, yeah. We definitely said F protocols a few times. <laughs> 309 was what we were just talking about. Be nice to people. Definitely. 310 was our first featured guest with Jenny McFly. Say what you mean. Definitely said what they meant at the parade. That's we pride, yeah. And I got a number after I said what I meant. Yeah, so. that's true. I can vouch for that. <laughs> I can vouch for that for sure. 311, protect your vision featuring SMS Quay. Definitely so. Um, and that was the last one. Yeah, I guess we, come out. Yeah, we have another episode coming out next week on Tuesday. Oh, I, I guess timing is we're talking about this because we're not sure what episodes are coming out at what certain time. So it's like but tomorrow we know what episode it is. But not for when people hear our voices right now. Right. It'll be in the past. So it'll be a past episode. Tomorrow is July second. We're recording this on July first. Oh, it's almost Fourth of July. Speaking of it. Yeah. Uh, but. We're recording this July 1st, so welcome to July, everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the episode comes, this episode that we're talking about tomorrow. Actually, sorry to cut you off real quick. Happy Canada Day to all my uh, Canadian brothers out there, brothers and sisters out there. It's Canada Day, so happy, happy Canadian Independence. That's why I got that email. Yeah, happy Canada Day. Canada. Canada Day. 
anyway, um, definitely shout out to small town over there in Canada, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan. Uh, but yeah, July 2nd, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, actually. That's actually true. <laughs> and we have an episode. Uh, and the episode is called. So look for the episode that we're talking about now. Be July second, and it's be unapologetically yourself. I thought we do the LGBT one. Be. Mm, I thought tomorrow was Kayla Cat. Well, it's scheduled, but I'm still I I'm gonna have that edited for for him. Anyways, one of those episodes will be on July second. Anyway, the point that an I'm episode will was be <laughs> the title of that episode is called "Be Unapologetically Yourself." So we had already just in general talked about and experienced our whole season of episodes in within 48 hours 48 hours in and out and we're not talking burgers and we're not talking burgers speaking of burgers I am hungry yeah I'm thirsty let's go get something to eat and we gotta go and to the airport let's eat and fly and we're not talking jetty Ah. <laughs> okay. All right. You're getting corny now. I know. I know. But it's, it, I'm just kind of trying to hold on to this episode because this is the this is the it. finale. This, this is, the, is literally the finale episode. And it's so perfect. And of it, season three. And just a quick shout out. I think I did this on the last episode too. So shout out to you though. Right now we are again in the Big Apple. Shout out to who? To you. To me. Yes. Forget. Why? This is your brain baby. Even with the whole Glad partnership, without you, we would not be in. New York right now so thank you so much but as again we have deadlines to deal with 301 a deadline to be at the airport soon so we should probably eat we definitely need to eat but we might as well wrap it out and do our final shout outs of the season that was my shout out so oh well my I just want to shout you and the rest of the team Caden G Kayla Cat love y'all definitely shout out to all of them first I have to say shout out to Chappie for making this all well, Chappie and most of all, Glad for making this happy happen. Also, also happy. Uh, and happy and exciting and a time of my life that I would never experience again. But this was definitely one for the history books. For sure. For sure. But shout out to all of the LAPD that was out there. NY. NYPD, sorry. <laughs> NYPD that was out there. And they were supportive. We yes. had them in the parade. We had a that big flags. group of them actually in the parade. They had flags. They were even, they were had their partners with them, some mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. And I thought that was the most beautiful thing. It was. Actually, it's I was going to say beautiful as well. It's because of the, what the Stonewall is. Mm-hmm. And then seeing that, it's like they're also celebrating who they are as well. But also celebrating everybody that was out there. Yeah. All of everybody. Literally every two, the two million people or two plus million that was million. out there. Also, two million people saw us. I think it's safe to say we came, we conquered, and we took over fucking New York City. It's a perfect way to ease into season four for sure. Definitely is. Also, shout out to moms and everybody that was thinking about us. Of course, shout out to the team. Love y'all so much. Can't wait to get into this season four. Oh, yes, that was season three. Season four of this um, podcast, and I can't wait to see where it takes off. The Skim is a membership company. We make it easier to live a smarter life by integrating in the routines of our target audience, female millennials.
They started as a newsletter, The Daily Skim, breaking down the most important news you need to know to start your day. Download The Skim app, a subscription product that integrates future events and culture, politics, tech, and more. Bringing your interviews with the people you need to know and making you, you smarter throughout your day. All delivered through the routines that make up your life. Go to theskim.com. Y'all about to be seeing and hearing a lot of us sing us on billboards and on some talk shows. and I just know that to be true. After this experience, mm-hmm. it's definitely about to happen. So shout out to New York. Shout out to L.A. Shout out to Southwest for treating your boys. Shout out to America. Right. Shout out to America. Shout out to Canada. North most America. Of all, shout out to you. But most of all, shout out to everybody that made this experience possible to mm-hmm. all of our special guests all the way from our team Kaden G Kayla Cat, Quay Jetty McFly Jet Finley and all of these other people it would not be possible this season wouldn't happen without you but yeah I guess this is my last sign off I guess the one question I have for you is if you're if someone's listening to this and then they're on social media, where could they find us? Or if they're on the internet, where could they find us? I think you should definitely head over to www.selfapprovedpd.com. And if you're looking for us on social media, selfapprovedpd across all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if they're looking for you, I think they should go and find you at, let's see, J-O Stacks? Mm-hmm. J-A-Y-O-S-T-A-X-X. Yeah, all across your platform, right? Yes, sir. And then I guess for me, I'm a bit complicated, but if you <laughs> want to find me on Instagram, it's Elrico Dixon. Find me on Twitter. Just put in that, you'll find it. Official Elrico. And uh, Facebook and all that other jazz. Just put in my name. I think I've become a good popular on the internet by now that you can find me almost anywhere you put it money. You find all of everything I've done. Oh, wait. One other big shout out. Shout out to Citizens M. Yes. Holy shit. Terrific on hotel. Times Square. Terrific hotel. See, I can't even talk. That's just how great it was. It's amazing. Thank you guys for having us. Being so kind and courteous. Giving us four free water. <laughs> Four free movies, but we only watch one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, twice. We watched the same movie twice. Same movie twice, but also to your fantastic architecture and the way that y'all design that hotel. Mm-hmm. If you want to sponsor your boy and bring us back out here, I'll, li- I'll live there. I'll live there for you I guys. I would definitely live there for you guys. I'll do your social media some. Let's let's do something. But I think this is my final goodbye for the. I'll see you later, maybe. See you later. I don't like goodbyes. Because goodbye is forever. Yeah. I'll see you later is... I'll see you soon. So with that being said... Pull those up again. I'm going to try to do something a little bit. This is the final sign-off for this year. As you go throughout life, set deadlines and commit to them. Take that time to reflect that your ex just wasn't right for you. There's times where you're going to have to binge on some things. But remember, you are the perfect architect to your life. Don't forget about the most powerful lady that was behind you, your mom. 
Don't let anything stress you out. And if you're getting stressed out, eliminate it. Sometimes it's okay to say F protocol. One of the most important lessons in life is to be nice to people. And overall, protect your vision, be proud of who you are, and be unapologetically yourself. And take time to understand other communities that's not yours. Whether it's your color, your sexuality, your gender, whatever the case may be, religion, all of that. Take time to respect it, learn about it. You don't have to support it, but at least learn about it. And with that being said, I'll talk to you guys later. See you later. We out. Of season three. I think we should hug or something. I feel like we should. Let's hug it, let's hug it, let's hug it. I feel like we should. That, that's just... As we start this episode, it's a wrap. It's a wrap.